Hi there, guys. Uh, it is the Week 5 Prediction Show. Eddie's already recorded his, and he'll, I will, um, he'll, he'll, his predictions will come after mine. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, Rams at Seahawks. Both on a short week after playing an evening game on Sunday. Rams coming off an ass-kicking against the Bucks. Uh, Seahawks handle the cards, but I think Rams will win this one in a close one. Uh, Pats at Redskins. Uh, don't want a deep dive here. Redskins are a mess. Patriots will win comfortably. Uh, Bills at Titans on the premise that Josh Allen comes through concussion protocol but Bills will be more than enough for the Titans to handle uh, so Bills there Ravens at Steelers Steelers got some traction after whipping the Bengals but don't fancy them against the butter Ravens uh, Jets at Eagles again don't want to waste too much time so Jets are going to struggle Eagles to win uh, Vikings at Giants Vikings deal probably be enough for the Giants without Saquad so I'm just going to go for the Vikings to win there. Uh, Bears at Raiders in London. <coughs> so it's not technically a home game for either, but they're both well supported. Raiders are playing well, uh, but that goddamn Bears defence will keep them in check. And Chase Daniels will probably be able to do enough to get their Bears over the line. Uh, Bucks at Saints. Bruce Arians has Jameis Winston firing on all cylinders. The only hope for the Saints is if good Teddy Bridgewater turns up. Uh, as field goals won't be enough for them to win against the Bucks, so I'm picking the Bucks. Uh, Falcons at Texans. <coughs> Falcons have been dreadful. Texans should have beaten them. Should beat. Should beat them soundly. Uh, not been on fire, but they've not been on fire either. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Fal- uh, The Texans. Sorry. Um, Cardinals at Bengals. Bengals should put up a better performance, but. So should the Cardinals. Uh, normally I'd pick the home team here, but I trust and Callum Murray more than I trust Andy Dalton, so Cards to win. <coughs> uh, Jags at Panthers. This will be another close game. Panthers have a chance uh, with Callum spreading the ball around. Uh, he's been effective and there's a heavy dose of run CMC. <coughs> but that'll be tested by Stout Jags defence and the Gardner into experience. I think though the Panthers have just had just one. <coughs> Pardon me, sorry. Uh, Broncos at Chargers. Uh, don't want to spend too much time on this one either. Broncos will continue to struggle. Chargers win. Packers and Cowboys. This should be an absolute ding dong of a game. Both been really good on offense. <coughs> Both been good and effective on on uh, offense. Did I say it? Hang on. Mm. Yeah. Both have been really good on on defense. Sorry. Both have been good and effective on offense. And I think Zeke will be the difference maker here, so Cowboys are going to win that. Um, Colts at Chiefs, despite the Colts faring a lot better with Jacoby Brissett under centre than they thought they would, the Chiefs will still sweep them aside. And then finally, Browns at 49ers. Browns are on a bit of a resurgence, but I still fancy the 49ers to do enough to beat them home. Uh, and there are predictions for week five. I'll just give you the run through and see who I've picked. In case any of that wasn't particularly clear, because I'm a mumbling fool. We've got I've got the Rams beating the Seahawks. I've got the Patriots beating the Redskins. <coughs> Bills beating the Titans. Ravens beating the Steelers. Eagles beating the Jets. Bears beating the Raiders. Bucks beating the Saints. Texans beating the Falcons. Cardinals beating the Bengals. Panthers beating the Jags. Chargers beating the Broncos. Cowboys beating the Packers. Chiefs beating the Colts, 49ers beating the Browns, and the Minnesota Vikings beating the New York Football Giants. <coughs> I'm going to uh, hand you over now to Eddie, who will give you his predictions and whatnot for week five.
and then we will see you in week six. Hello and welcome to the Eddie section of the predictions pod for this week. Um, I'm going to jump straight into it with my first prediction for Thursday night's game of the LA Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. Now, my personal opinion on this is, Goff had a great game last week in a losing effort where they got beat 55-40, the LA Rams, by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is a tough pill to swallow, especially considering how well that defence has played um, previously. To go into this game, playing at home, I believe, and getting absolutely destroyed. Um, It could have created a blueprint for other teams and out to attack them, and... It could have woken up the LA Rams defence and made them a bit more aware of the shortcomings and how they can work on it. The Rams all line's been beaten up a lot. I think it's weakening slowly. It's got an ageing tackle in Andrew Whitworth who's it's not been sol it's been almost solid, but you know, um Shaq Barrett got to him a few times last week and the run game got pretty much stifled, so I think this week they're going to be going into Seattle, which is an awful place to play, and the more organised and more talented defence that the Seahawks have may create even less opportunity to attack how they'd like to. I think Clown is going to help contain the run, and I think Russell Wilson on the opposite side of the ball for the Seahawks is playing one of his best seasons ever. He's kept the team in some games. He's pulled them back to within you know, a one score of uh, of the game quite a few times, and... Their offence, if it can get back to being a bit more balanced, and I think this this is a team that can really take advantage of of the weakened Rams defence and run the ball pretty well against them. Uh, I'm not you know, 100% confident, but I do think, like I say, there's a bit of a blueprint being made on how to attack the holes that they have in, on defence, and I can see the Rams dropping to 3-2 and two this week and the Seahawks winning, so I'm going to go Seattle Seahawks win 26-19. Next up... The Jacksonville Jaguars are at the Carolina Panthers. It's basically two backup quarterbacks who are absolutely rolling at the minute. They've both got good defences. I would give the advantage to the Jacksonville defence, which is probably one of the better ones in the league. They are missing Jalen Ramsey, but I'm not sure if he'll still be off the books by this game. Um, Now, the backup quarterbacks are in good positions for both of these teams because basically... If they turn the ball over, it's not like the other teams can just match them down the field and score. However, I do feel like the Panthers have more on offence than the Jacksonville Jaguars. I couldn't name you the Jacksonville tight ends. And although DJ Chark's had a few flashes where he's done all right at receiver and Leonard Fournette had a massive game last week, I just think the Panthers having Christian McAfee, who in my opinion is the best dual threat in the league. They've got DJ Moore, who just needs to work on his hands a little bit more. He's been coming up with some big plays. They've got Samuels at receiver, who's also a good talent. And Kyle Allen's been playing some pretty good organised football. And Greg Olsen seemed to have a massive game last week as well. So they've got a lot of positives going for them. And I feel like the blend of their defensive talent and their offensive talent is going to be just enough to be able to get the points that they need to get exposed where Jalen Ramsey's actually not playing and you know manage to keep the Jags in the place. I think Uncle Rico is going to have some troubles, and I think the Panthers are going to win this 24-7. Rolling on, the New England Patriots at the Washington Redskins. Pats is, you know, because they're good. I don't really need to go into detail about it. The Redskins are not good. They've got a good defensive line, 
and that's probably where it ends, apart from Ryan Kerrigan, who's a good linebacker. The rest of the team's average at best. Um, I think Belichick's going to look last week against the Bills, saw how close it was, saw where they were failing on offence, saw what they could have worked on on defence, and he's going to make the adjustments that he has to make week by week, like he always does. And I think they're going to come out with a bit more firepower, and they're really going to put it to the uh, to the Redskins. And if the Redskins are going to play Dwayne Haskins against this defence, it could be in for a very long day. I'm going to go Pats 31, uh, Redskins 3. Pats win, obviously. And the team that just beat the the uh that got beat by the Patriots last last week, the Buffalo Bills, are at the Tennessee Titans. Um now this isn't easy isn't an easy pick for me, especially considering that the Titans are a bipolar team. Week one they destroy the Browns, week two they go out and lose, week three they go out and lose, and then this week where everybody expects them to lose, other than me, I did pick them to beat the Falcons. And then they go out and put on a good offensive performance against them. I know the defence on the Falcons isn't great, however, but you never know which Titans team you're going to end up playing against. But I think the Bills' defence has enough to stop that Titans' offence with ease. I think they're going to be able to stop Marcus Mariota and cause no end of issues, and they're just going to be able to stop everything that they try and do. And although the Bills aren't some offensive powerhouse, they do move the ball, and I think they'll control the clock, they'll move the ball, and I can see it being a 19-0 scoreline. I know it's a big... big uh, a big shout to say it's a shutout, but it's just what I'm feeling. Not that I've got a score right yet, anyway. And next up, it's the Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, another one that's not as an easy pick as you'd think. I know the Steelers have just come off that win and the Ravens have just been pretty much exposed at home by the Browns, showing that they need more pass rush and speed on that defence. And... The, the other team's run game had a good game too, which is something that the Steelers would need to do themselves after using that strong defence they've got and hopefully James Conner will be able to run the ball. But the Baltimore Ravens are the type of team that are going to make the adjustments that they need to make. They're going to work on that game plan. They're going to key in on what the Steelers are doing well and attack that. And on their own side of the ball, they've got a very dangerous offence with Lamar Jackson being very mobile. He's got Hollywood Brown, he's got Miles Boykin and he's got some very, very good tight ends that should be able to work the ball over the middle. And cause that that linebacking cause a few issues. Although it is very good, the fact that the team's got such superior tight end play could really uh, cause some issues. I feel like Lamar Jackson's mobile ability is going to be the difference in this game, and I think that the Ravens are going to be able to go go into the Steelers Stadium and beat them twenty six to twelve. And next, another NFC North team, AFC North team. Sorry, the. The uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Now, these two teams, both 0-4, the O has to go. Uh, two disappointing teams. The Bengals' D has been very underwhelming at times, and the offence hasn't been much greater. I think the Cards have at least shown flashes on offence of what they can do. Sometimes defence played okay and you know stopped a few teams, but... I think this is going to be a week where they're going to think to themselves, right, we're going to need to use the run game against the Cincinnati Bengals because they're not really holding up very well against it. And David Johnson could have his biggest game of the year. I think he's going to go over 100 yards. And I think Kyle Murray's finally going to have that big game everyone's been expecting. I'm going to go the Cards win, 32-24. And they finally got off that, that no-win column and Cliff Kingsby gets a bit of breathing space. The next game's another another fun one. It's the Falcons at the Texans. 
I fancy the Texans here. The Falcons, you know, they're depleted on both sides at ball. They've lost Chris Lindstrom, the uh, first-round guard. They've lost on defence. I think they've lost John Jones again. Lost a couple of other players. And I think even if they can have a good game on offence, I just think the Texans are going to have enough on their side of the ball to just move up and down. It's Julio Jones versus New Hopkins. Both players could end up with ridiculous stats this game. I think Carlos Hyde's going to have some big numbers in this game, running the ball down. And I think the complimentary pass game to New Copson is going to really set it off for him. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair with a lot of TDs and a lot of sacks and potentially quite a few turnovers. Texans win 41-33. to And next up, the shock of the week team, the Buccaneers uh, at the Saints. Now, another one, this is another hard pick. I think Winston's confidence is growing to another level. I think he's had three decent games in a row. Last week were especially good. I think this is going to be a big test because, you know, the Bucks' offence against a very strong Saints defence is going to be a hard go for him. But I think they've got enough there to, you know, move the ball up and down the field and get some points. And I know how well the Saints have done. They really shot me beating the Seahawks, really shot me beating the Cowboys. Uh, but I think this is where they're going to stumble. I think the Bucks have got just enough on defence to cause trouble for Teddy Teddy Bridgewater, I think Andamak and Sue, Vitavia and Shaq Barrett are going to be in his face all day and it's either he's going to make mistakes or get a lot of three and outs. And I think it's going to go down to like this type of thing where the books are going to get in there, they're going to get up early, they're going to get to the first half, like it'll finish and they'll be like 24-7 up and then it's second half, the Saints might score early and then get a field goal and I can just see the Bucks scoring again. And although the Saints will be able to rally and use all that, you know, experience and great play to get get the game within one score, I think the Bucks will manage to just stop them and win the game thirty to twenty eight. Another game, another sad day. It'll be the Vikings hosted by the New York Giants. The Giants are now in form. Uh, shocker! I'm going to go against the Vikings again. Uh, the mush isn't working either way. I'm 2-2. Two and two. It's not really made a difference, but I can just see the Giants pulling this one off. I think the role at the minute, Daniel Jones is still not 100% known quantity. Pat Sherman knows our D pretty well. Daniel Jones is mobile enough to cause issues for our defence. Evan Ingram's look fantastic. We struggled against Waller, who was the Raiders' tight end, and he's nowhere near as good as Ingram. And I just think that they we're going to have a fair few issues in this game. Our offence probably won't get rolling because they're just going to load the box they're not daft at. I mean, we if we not, don't get these balls flying out of Kirk Cousins' hands and, you know, the releases aren't good and the O-line's not good, there's just going to be nothing for us. I think it's going to be 26-14 to the Giants, I'm sad to say, and some serious questions asked. Next up, we've got the Chicago Bears at the Raiders, but technically they're not at the Raiders. It's the London game. Um, Now, this game... the. For me, the biggest factors in it are going to be the Bears' defence, which is real. It's one of the best defences I've ever seen, and they're scary. They're going to cause anyone issue. But if Chase Daniels, the starting quarterback here, I think the Raiders are going to have a good idea of what they're going to be doing against this team. I think the Raiders are going to be able to make stuff happen, get turnovers, and get good you know, field position that way. And I think they've got enough on offence to cause some issues for the Bears. There were some openings that the Vikings could have took advantage of, and for me, I think Derek Carr had better opportunity, will have better sorry ability and confidence to make these things happen over Kirk Cousins. I know it's the big Khalil Matt revenge game, but I honestly think the Raiders are going to win this one just because 
the, the Chicago Bears offense probably not going to be able to skate rolling so much. And I think John Gruden's smart enough to game plan around how good the defense is for the uh, Chicago Bears and make sure that ball's coming out and just being utilized as good as they can, use field position well and try and get in that end zone every chance that they can get. I'm going Raiders win 20 to 10. Next game is the New York Jets at the Eagles. Going Eagles, they look like they're finding a little bit of a stride. They've just beat the undefeated Packers. I know the Jets have just been on the bye week, but the bye week's not really going to matter. The Eagles last played on Thursday, so there's only like four days difference. I'm not sure Sam Darnold's even back yet. I think, you know, they're playing Luke Falk, who's an organised quarterback. I just think Eagles have got so much on both sides of the ball that they'll be able to run it when they want pass it where they want and if they can just cut out some of the silly mistakes that the receivers have been making they could roll this game but the Eagles being the Eagles I think it'll be a closer game than it should be I'm going to go Eagles 21 and the Jets 13 another follow up game here uh, I'm just going to have a, a little drink now I've got a bit of dry throat thank you for your patience yeah, the next game is the letdown Broncos at the Chargers. I really expected the Broncos' defence to set the league on fire this year. Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, Vic Fangio, Chris Harris at second in the secondary. I thought there's some real pieces there. That defence should be flying. And it just hasn't. I mean, they've not been poor, but they've not been anywhere near what I expect them to be. And to be fair, the Chargers haven't been great either. I'm not confident in this game. I mean... They've underwhelmed us, but I think the return of uh, Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler's been playing really well, Justin Jackson's been playing pretty decent. I think, although the Dolphins game were a bit underwhelming, I felt like that team should really got in there and blown them out of the water to get that confidence going. They didn't, the offence wasn't great, the defence wasn't great. But I do think they've got enough to beat the Broncos. The Broncos are going to be desperate for a win, and I think they're going to make some mistakes by trying to push the ball down the field more, trying to get on the scoreboard. And I think losing Bradley Chubb as they have done for the season is taking away a big defensive piece I think the Chargers are going to manage to get, get this one uh, one eighteen to 10 next up is the Green Bay Packers at the Dallas Cowboys now this is another one that's not an easy pick uh, but the optimist in me is hoping that it's going to be home advantage makes the difference it's another tough def- defence for the Cowboys to play and although that didn't turn out too great for them when they faced the Saints I think They'll learn a few lessons. Callum will be able to bring a few more bits and bats into these into his uh, game plans and do a bit more. And I think the run game should be able to take more advantage in this game because the Packers aren't exactly great against the run and the Cowboys are excellent in the run. So being at home, it should really help them to you know move the ball up and down the field. And they've got enough on defense to cause issues for the Packers. They're good against the run. They're good against the pass. They just need to get it clicking. So I'm going to go. Cowboys 28, Packers 14. And now the penultimate game. The Indianapolis Colts are playing at the Chiefs. Um, the Colts, are you know, they're not as talented as the Lions are defensively. That might be a bit of a surprise to some people, but the Lions' defence is real. They've got a lot of good players on it. All across that defence is actually pretty decent. Even with injuries, it's well coached. Coleman, the slot corner, has been playing at a Pro Bowl level this season. He's been absolutely fantastic. And although the Lions aren't relevant to the Colts in the com- comparing them, what they did against the Chiefs is not really going to be a blueprint for what the Colts can do. I don't think the Colts are going to be capable of achieving what 
the Lions did just because of the talent disparity. The talent is in different areas. Darius Lennon's a pro bowler from last year, but he's playing a little bit slower than last year. I think he might be a bit hurt. And their offense is going to be not as strong as it was last year. So I feel like the Chiefs' high-powered offense is going to help them put points on the the Chiefs put points on the board, and I feel like the defense is going to have enough to get into um, Brissett and cause issues for Mack and just stop them from being able to, you know, keeping games like they have done. I think the Chiefs are going to win big. I think it's to be thirty-three ten to the Chiefs. And the final pick of the week is the Browns at the Forty ers Again, I think it's another pick, and I'm taking the Forty ers the only undefeated team left in the NFC. Um, now, the Browns won big in the last game, um, but one huge difference between the Niners and the Ravens is that the Niners have a pass rush, a real true pass rush. They've got, you know, D Ford, DeForest Buckner, and um, Nick Bosa all on that defensive line. And then at linebacker, they've got Fred Warner, who's really, really good. And they've got Quan Alexander, who's been playing really well. So the Browns aren't going to be able to play that run game that they played last week quite so well. And because they've got such a good pass rush, I think it's going to be a lot harder for Mayfield to be getting the ball out. And I know the Browns' defence has been playing fantastic. Miles Garrett's been tearing it up. Sheldon Richardson's been playing well. You know, they've got some great players on that defensive line. And they've got some great players across the board. But the key issue I think they're going to have is the fact that Kyle Shanahan just schemes it up a tree. And he did this to Jacksonville a couple of seasons ago. He managed to just scheme. Jimmy Garoppolo schemed it up. And the beat, they managed to beat the Jags by just focusing on weaknesses that he'd seen and I think the same sort of thing's going to happen here and I feel like it's going to be a 49ers win at 18 to 24 now obviously ran for all my picks here I just really hope this week I can finally get back on track because I have had some tremendous bad luck over the last two weeks as I mentioned about the week before last I had five teams that four of them um, were on the drive to be able to get into the game and go for the winning score and every one of them failed and also another team that were within one score but managed to lose the ball late in the game and then this week I had we had some crazy scores that popped up we had the Rams got destroyed by the Buccaneers who saw that coming I didn't see the Packers getting beaten by the Eagles I thought the Eagles were depleted but prove me wrong you should never doubt the Eagles and the Patriots cheating their way to victory as usual well, not really, but that were a dirty hit on Josh Allen. I feel like if he'd been in the game, the Bills would be 4-0 and the, the Patriots would be 3-1. and one. And I was the only guy who picked the bloody Bills to win. And it was so close and I'd be able to at least have that little bit of joy. But yeah, um, I, I wouldn't recommend any of you to put any money on what, I, what I'm telling you is going to happen. I've had one good week out of four. It's a little bit depressing, but what can I say? hope you've all enjoyed the episode. Matt will have is either already given or will be given his uh, his half of his predictions and let's hope they're all wrong. So thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, you know what to do. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>